Blog Talk Radio. Kick the dust up. purposes only and not intended to diagnose or prescribe for any disease or condition. Please contact your medical doctor or qualified health practitioner if you have any further questions. By listening to this show, you have agreed to the terms and conditions outlined at drkimberlymcgeorge.com. And as always, we thank you for listening to the show. Secrets about life, love, hidden mysteries, spirituality, frequencies, energy healing, science, alternative health, money and abundance, and much, much more. Secrets that most others don't know, but are now here being revealed to you. 
Listen carefully and be open to learning the secret to everything. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good Wednesday evening, everyone. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. We have so many great things to talk about, so many amazing things to discuss. But first, I would like to bring on my co-host, and you guys all know TJ. TJ, say hi. Hi, everyone. And I know everybody's waiting for Walt. I am so sorry. Walt got kind of swept away, not literally, but kind of figuratively, and a little bit literally, in the tornado that seemed to have overtaken someplace in New Jersey. I'm not sure. Do you know anything about that tornado, um, TJ, that I'm talking about? You know, I don't know, but I did see Walt um, post a few things on Facebook today. So, um, yeah, just send him a prayer and hope he's okay. No, that's really nice. So we do send everyone that's been affected by the tornado. We hope you get your electric back on and, you know, everyone's safe and everything's okay. But Walt said he would try to call in. So we will all miss Walt tonight. But we have not a substitute, but an amazing addition. We actually have someone joining the show, hopefully for a long, 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 illustrious time. And I'm going to let him introduce himself. I'm going to bring him on right now. So Danny, would you introduce yourself? Uh, my pleasure. It's so great to be here with everyone. So my name is Danny Donaire, and I'm thrilled, totally thrilled to be here. Uh, about me, uh, I am a writer, a life coach, a production coordinator on another wonderful show a friend of ours hosts called Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. And I am just loving it. I'm just expressing myself in a way that I want to share love and inspiration with other people so that they can share what's inside of their their heart and what's their purpose here. And so far, so good. So that's why I'm here. That's how I got here, actually. Yeah, Danny's wonderful. We met by chance, and um, one of my members of my team, Trinity, actually said, you know who would be amazing on your show? And she said, Danny. And I said, Danny? Danny? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, offense, Danny, like, no, no, that's, but, no, it all happens like it's supposed to. As soon as I um, kind of ran the energy, I knew in a second that, you know, she was kind of dead on. So, so far, so good. Yeah, we welcome you to the Secret to Everything family. We welcome you to the organization. We, of course, welcome you to the show, and we hope yes. you'll be a part of it in many, many ways for a long time. So, we're so excited to have you I love here. That. So, Thank you. Um, some really exciting things that are coming up. Um, uh, you know, you guys want to hear um, where I'm speaking and where I'll be. And tomorrow I'm going to be actually speaking on um, Jazz Up with Judy, and we're going to be talking about the joy of expansion. And you may have already heard me talk about the subject, but I guarantee you Judy really lets me go uh, wherever I want to. We get really wild and crazy. We have a lot of fun. I tend to do advanced teaching on Judy's show. So if you're interested in that, go to KimberlyMcGeorge.com, SecretToEverything.com, if you can remember that easier, and uh, sign up for my newsletter, and, and we'll be sending that out actually later this evening, so you'll get all the links and stuff to sign up. I also post that on Kimberly McGeorge Facebook. And then, very, very, very exciting, I will be on um, a podcast on Sunday. We'll also put that in the newsletter. I don't remember the name of it right now, but on Monday, a good friend of mine, Shafali Burns, she's actually going to be on the show next week. I'm going to be on her show, and then she's going to be on the show on Wednesday. And um, oh, yeah. we'll be talking about some really fun things as well. 
Um, and then on Tuesday, I will be on the Sheila Show, and you'll like this, TJ. We're going to be talking about, I know, yeah, I call me Klaus, Danny, you'll get used to it. Um, I'd be nice to you today. But, um, awesome. <laughs> right, right, TJ. I'm, I'm nice like that. I call people out. But we're going to be oh, talking yes. about, right, I do, I do. It's totally real, totally serious. But um, we're going to be talking about, I'm trying to think what our topic is. Let me try to find it really quick. Um, we just came up with it, and I think you guys will be interested because it's different. Oh, here it is, here it is. Oh, no, that's not it. It's, um, hold on, hold on. Oh, here it is. Um, sexuality and creation. There we mm-hmm. go. There we go, nice. Danny. It starts now. Nice. There yeah, we go. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Pick on pick on the girls going through a life journey, divorce. Come on. There we go. Nice. Right. Oh my so I thought you'd like that. So yeah, that'll be our fun topic on um Tuesday. So we've got lots of great stuff coming up. And in celebration of this show, I hope you guys will call in later. The number is three four seven five three nine five two seven seven. When we're done talking to our um guest, Dr. Um Foster, about men and women and relationships and dating and sex and all that good stuff, um, we will be taking uh, brief love reading questions. So if you'd like a free reading and I'll probably put it out on Twitter and Facebook in a minute. But if you'd like a free reading, I barely ever give free readings, so here's your chance. You can call in toward the end of the show. We will be doing that. So, TJ, what is? do you know much about our new program, um, Master Meridian Mapping? Uh, no. <laughs> this is not a trick question. It sounds, it sounds oh. interesting. <laughs> There you go. No, there you go, Danny. I'm just, I'm just going to talk to Danny the rest of the show. Okay, oh, oh, now the new boy's the favorite. So, did you send me uh, no. on this? <laughs> you see how I want to know about this. <laughs> well, we're celebrating. It was actually a new modality that kind of came over me, Danny, and we're oh, introducing wow. it on the Charlie Summits this week. It's really cool. It has to do awesome. with um, interesting belief systems and positive and negative polarity and uh, a whole system that came in for dealing with that. So we're kind of celebrating that tonight, which is why I'm giving free readings. But wow. if you're going to see more about that, again, you can go to secrettoeverything.com and um, there's a tab there and you can actually watch. There's a video of me explaining a little bit about it and you can learn more wow. about that. But the other thing I'm really super excited about, you'll hear about it on the commercial in a few minutes, and then I actually will let TJ and Danny talk in a second, I promise, maybe, if they're good. <laughs> the other thing you're going to learn about is um, our Awakening Collection. I don't, TJ, you're not part of that, are you? Oh, my gosh. I was one of the first to sign up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> nice. Really? Nice. TJ, who? Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, I didn't know. I didn't remember if you were part of that or not. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, to, whatever. I have to tell you, funny, one of the dear friends of the show, I'm not going to say her name because she'll probably kill me, but this is so cute. Oh. She wrote me today and she said, she said, um, you're neglecting the awakening group so much. And I'm like, what? I am? And I said, oh, my gosh, I don't mean to. So I went to the awakening group and I read all the questions and I responded to everybody. And because it's a really, um, Danny, it's a really high level, like, master group where, you know, wow. a lot of my people okay. that have been with me a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Are you in that, Danny? We're going to have to get you no. in that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It's kind of like the 21-day group kind of flipped over okay. into this group. And we all hang oh, out wow. and have a good time, you know. Uh, wow. you know, contribute to each other. So it's just phenomenal. But 
it was so crazy because she was getting on me and she started listing names and she's like, David's having a problem with cancer and you are answering him and Susan's having a problem with money. And I'm like, who are you talking about? Who are these people? This is kind of hilarious. So we came to find out she joined a different group on Facebook and has been participating actively thinking it was our group. She was so mad at me. Oh um, my like, gosh! I know these people. It was so cute. So it was kind of cool because it must have been like providential or divine. Because here she is contributing to all these people and interacting. Oh and yeah. Up you know, and she's like, "I'm gonna start charging for taking care of your people." And I, it was just really adorable. I'm like, "No, oh, you, awesome. they're your people. You take care of them." <laughs> that's so, so awesome. But anyway, that's that's all I got for you guys. Do you guys have anything you want to add about your week or any thoughts that are coming through, anything you want to share with the audience? I want to jump in real quick with an affirmation. You know, this is, is something I'll tend to do because I write affirmations. I write inspirational quotes is one of the things that I write, aside from, you know, prose and narrative. But the quotes are kind of cool because they're just little bits of sort of my inspiration I like to share. And things come up for me all the time. And as you're talking right now about this master meridian mapping, I noticed like the MMM as the initials, they're very right. significant mm-hmm. for me. It's very significant because they represent a man, that, a homeless man that I met in 2004 and I became friends with. And because I became friends with this homeless man and the meeting changed my life, I wrote one of my first affirmations and it's totally related to what we're talking about. So like this whole thing, wow. how I see the MMM, I remember the affirmation, the funny thing about this is I literally posted that affirmation today to share with everyone that I would be on the show. And now we're talking about this, this quote-unquote accident that happened with this person getting into this other group, and that's exactly what the affirmation is about. So it's too much. So her affirmation says, a beautiful coincidence is life's way of encouraging us to do things on purpose. So, wow. so this, this thing that happens in our lives, we all of a sudden re- look around and realize, hey, I can do something here, and this happens for a reason, and all of a sudden we allow ourselves to just be there and express ourselves from that place. And it's, it's like perfect. So I love that it all comes together like that. And it's, and you know what I have to say, it's totally a tribute to the energy that, that you, you guys bring that you create and that I've experienced already with you. And I love it. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> That's like super awesome. I, you know, it's funny cause I'm looking at this and I'm going to go ahead and share it right now on my Facebook feed on, and on Doc, and on my Dr. Kimberly, what do so, um, you guys oh, took a picture, and I'm going to go ahead and do cool. that right now. And it'll go very to my cool. Twitter, too. So that's going to go. So listen to this, Danny. This will give you chills up your spine. Your words are about to go to 185,000 people. I love it. I love it. There's a beautiful coincidence really for you. Thank you. That's there great. you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, any, any thoughts, TJ? Well, I that was beautiful, um, Danny. Uh, I had my own experience with the letter M today. Oh wow! Um, I consumed I consumed a one pound bag of M and M's on my own today. So nice. Um, <laughs> and they were and they were peanut peanut M and M's. So I, I just thought I'd toss that out from my experience today. Oh, I, love <laughs> that. I love that. Keep it real, Danny. Oh, I love Keep that. I love that. It's the best. Oh, the jo- it's the best. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so good. Bye. That's so great. Oh, you guys are hilarious. Okay. Oh my gosh. Um, let me just make a side note. If you're going to eat peanut M&Ms or any kind of peanuts, eat them before 3 o'clock so your liver can detoxify. 
symbol that mm. is carried on peanuts. So not to be a donor or anything. She's in that. No, I appreciate it, Dr. Kimberly. I was eating them um, while we were working today, you and I. So it was kind of nice. It was, I was, it was like my work release, I guess. Nice. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we were working on that special project that we were working on. So we're going to go ahead and um, I guess we're all kind of shared out for the moment. We're going to go ahead and go to our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Catherine Foster, and she wrote the book, The Naked Truth About Men, and is the parentheses in relationships. Is that what it is? Um, I don't want to mutilate people's um, books. Is it, or romance, is that it, TJ? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, romance. Okay, so um, it should be very, very interesting. So go ahead and go to break. The secret to everything. We're excited to announce our new monthly program, The Awakening Collection. This is an exciting community where powerful tools are delivered to you on an ongoing basis to help you continue to grow and expand on your beautiful journey. With this subscription, you'll be receiving two new powerful frequency tracks each month, both as an MP3 as well as our new visual version. You'll also be on the first to know list about any of our new programs or courses and receive an amazing 20% loyalty discount when you sign up directly from the Dr. Kimberly McGeorge site. You'll also receive 20% off select products, old and new, as well as 10% off personal sessions with Dr. Kimberly. There will be an exclusive live monthly awakening call for the community, as well as little surprise bonuses here and there. The monthly subscription price is $67, but for all of our Secret to Everything listeners on this call now, you will receive a $10 a month discount for life. If you sign up today at www.awakeningcollection.com, use the discount code SECRET, all in capital letters. We'll see you there.
it was my whole world back in my innocent days. I love that little white church out on 109. Swear I hit my knees and I thank the Lord for this life of mine. registering that I'm trying to start the recording so we can edit this out if it starts. Okay, I think it's recording now. There, yes. There. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me give it a couple of seconds so I can edit that out. All right, so welcome back to The Secret to Everything After the Break, and we are very excited to introduce our guest. Her name is Dr. Katherine Foster, and she is the best-selling author of actually a number of books. She specializes in relationships, and she has a lot of experience um, talking about that with her clients in her professional practice. She's actually written uh, the book Finding My Way, which is a novel, What Women Want Really. That would be interesting. We could discuss that sometime. We'll have to have her back. When Your Relationship Changes, How to Be at Peace When Facing the Disruption, Pain and Fear of the Change. That also sounds rather amazing. And this interests me just from my kind of clinical background. Sessions, Memoirs of a Psychotherapist, the Novel, A Compelling Story of the People, and Dilemmas Psychologists Face. And all these are available on Amazon, which brings us to the book that we're talking about today. And actually, bigger than the book, it's a huge, huge subject, hotly debated all around the world every single day. And that is The Naked Truth About Men and Romance. So welcome to The Secret to Everything, Dr. Foster. Thank you, Dr. Kimberly. Good to be here. Oh, well, I'm so excited. First of all, could you kind of tell us um, how you became interested in, you know, psychotherapy? Was it always your dream to be a psychologist? Kind of walk us through your journey uh, to through your clinical practice or up to that yeah. point. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, I, I experienced a, can I just call it a profound sense of knowing when I was at the mm. age of 13 that I would be a psychologist. And and wow. actually, I, I, I became a minister for a number of years, but I never veered from the original idea. I knew what I was going to do. I was very clear, you know. And then I had three kids and everything, but then I wound my way <laughs> to where I wanted to be. And um, I've been doing psychotherapy now for 27 years, and I love it. And I love psychological topics, as you can tell from my books. <laughs> 
Well, you've certainly gone, it looks like you've kind of gone in depth into the relationship area. Yeah. Um, kind of from a mm-hmm. couple different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, what women want and uh, who men are. So, can I just ask you, I have to ask you, because it's such a great title. How did you come yeah. up with the title, The Naked Truth About Men and Romance? Um, I, I came up with that, and, and can I just say the cover picture for for all the listeners is this guy who's naked, right? And and a woman's behind him, and she's reaching around to cover his genitals with her red purse. So the idea <laughs> is, <laughs> yes, so the idea is that, uh, y- you know, we use the word cocksure, you know, which which has to do with the confidence that a man has, and that comes from his testosterone. And women tend to be more cautious, patient, uh, reading what somebody else might think if he's standing there naked, you know. <laughs> so that's that's the symbolism behind that. It, it's it's really about the the difference between men's testosterone and women's oxytocin. It's just a picture of that. Ooh, that's so clever. See, I didn't get all that out of it. I didn't go into that. Um, but you you probably just thought it. it was kind of funny, right? I did. I thought it was adorable. I love it because you guys can't see it right now, but you can look it up on your you can Google it or look it up on Amazon. Again, it's available. I think to download on Kindle as well to buy the um, yeah. is it a paper copy or a hard paper copy. Um, I kind of like the visceral uh, book feeling still. I have a Kindle, but I have a hard time with that. But that's another show. Um, my uh, my daughter drew that picture. I'm glad you liked it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. It's it's a cartoon. It's very it's very beautifully drawn as well, and it's very striking. So I can tell you know a lot of thought went into that concept. Mm-hmm, but speaking mm-hmm. about romance, there's a yeah. there's a lot of frustration and there's a lot of confusion and. Golly, I mean, there's dating coaches and there's shows and there's movies and there's books and I, yeah. I actually have a friend who's an author and he wrote a whole book on the on the whole men versus uh, women thing. You know, Robert Manny, he's been on the show and he he kind of. I'm glad you're coming on here because you kind of balance out. We kind of had him coming in from the male point of view. Do you remember that, TJ? And yes. he, he came in you know, and he came in leading with his hormones. And actually, if you listen to that show. Poor Robert. I hope I kind of hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> we almost had to put an R or X, uh, what an NR rating on it because of what he talked about. So he Ooh. came in with that, you know, testosterone yeah. blazing. So I'm really curious your view, kind of on relationships and the frustrations that men and women yes. experience. Yes. Well, you know, we we now know new things about the brain that explain the frustration pretty well. And and I just caveat here to say we live in contemporary life and most of us are in the moment as we need to be. But sometimes we don't realize we live with old brains, you know, that mm-hmm. adapted to roles we had through 99.9 of human history. That's how we got the structure that we have right now. So everybody needs a, this critical image in their head if they're going to be in a relationship. And that is that men were hunters slash killers, you know, and women were nurturers, right? So so at least three things come out of that that are huge. One is that men toughen themselves emotionally to kill, you know, and to do battle. They had to suspend empathy every day again and again and again, and that's how their brain structure is developed within that. Women, at the same time, were giving birth, which hormonally floods you with, empathy or the ability to get into somebody's shoes. So you see how those are opposite. You actually just turned something huge on for me. Basically what I heard you saying was 
men over time have numbed their emotions, which has actually created this um, possibly um, handed down DNA type of pattern yeah. of who they are, like how they're built. This is like hardwired because yeah. of repeated behaviors and roles that they took in society over thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, that, br- really that brain adapted to the suspension of empathy. And and Dr. Kimberly, wow. let me say real quick, there's about 14, i got to acknowledge, there's about 14% of the male population that are basically more like a female brain. So I say hello to them, and they get a lot out of my book. <laughs> but second, oh, okay. yeah, really, really. So second, um, you know, men developed as silent stalkers of prey using language mm-hmm. in, in staccato, factual ways. So they didn't develop language like a woman did, where she was taking care of kids all day and talked all day, trying to use language to to create a connection. Or as she was uh, cooperating with other women, searching for, for healing herbs and, and food. You know, there was a, a community. So she talked a lot. And so that that piece is different. Women now use language as their primary way of establishing romance or closeness. And the physical piece, which is number one for men, I think you already had an experience of that on the radio, <laughs> but um, it's, symbolic for, it, you know, it's symbolic for a woman, the physical piece. It, it's symbolic of what's already there, which should be the emotional connection. So that's pretty different, right? Then there's a third thing. And that is while male hunters were killing and pursuing animals, their testosterone rose sharply, uh, which did a couple things. One is that it made their focus on sex, but it also made them self-oriented or self-interested and sure of that, sure of their perspective. So today, men have like 10 to 20 times the testosterone that women do. And and just I'll just say real quick, Women, in nurturing kids, it was really important that her testosterone didn't get too high because she needed to have a high-touch but non-sexual relationship with her kids to stimulate Mm -hmm. their brain growth. Touch does that, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. It's funny because, you know, going back again to that, I I like how you say all that stuff about testosterone because even – you know, I, I used to be engaged, and my fiance was a big hunter, and he would go out, and they would go out seriously for like twelve hours a day hunting. Yeah, <laughs> and I would, he would come back, and I would say, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, he would say, "Are you kind of? He's like, What's wrong with you?" He goes, "You cannot talk while you're hunting. You wow. don't sit there in the blinds and talk." He goes, "We sit there." I'm like, "You sit there and you don't talk?" He's like, "What did I just say?" He goes, how are you going to hunt when you talk? And so we're coming from these totally two different crazy yeah. accords, yeah. you know? Yeah. There's not a lot of talking and hunting. You can't. You're not going to catch anything if you're chitter-chattering like women do or laughing and screaming. And you mm-hmm. know how women are. I will. Well, I know how I am. I tend to be a little but loud. See, what, what, <laughs> I, what I believe this has come down to in our current day is that two-thirds of divorces are initiated by women. You know, and the reason mm-hmm. is that women are the ones who don't get what they expect from the relationship. Now, guys often don't get enough sex. I, I, I get that, but it's kind of circular. You know, she can't get the emotional connection she wants. She can't do the sex. But in terms of talk and 
empathy, she's and, and sex being so important, she's not getting what she had anticipated. So, so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, was that mm-hmm. was that statistic? Because I'd like our audience to kind of um, two thirds in on that. Yeah, two thirds is initiated, including mine. I'll raise my hand with that one, and uh, you know, definitely. So, yeah, expectations are absolutely huge. So, mm-hmm. basically, in your opinion, would you say sometimes subconsciously in their energy field, however they carry that, they almost think that they might be marrying more of a woman and they're not even really being realistic about... A, a, har- a hairy woman, you know? Just, just a hairy woman, yeah. I love it. She, I she, love just, she just doesn't anticipate that he is that fundamentally different. And, and you know, the, one of the reasons I wrote The Naked Truth about men and romance is because I believe that it is wrong to send especially young girls, but maybe all women, you know, into new marriages and they don't know this stuff. I, I just think it's wrong and cruel. So do you think premarital counseling doesn't address this? No, not that I've seen. The, no. Right. Well, not that I've seen. That we, the, yeah, it would be the testing? right thing. Why right. don't we teach this in high schools, you know? that <laughs> we got we got to be teaching it in high schools. Wow, that's really that's really kind of profound, and I think your books are a first step, and you going out on the radio and talking about these things are are totally a first step to like opening up that possibility that that could happen. So I think yeah. that's great. I, I now, is so. this something again that begins? Does this begin because you talk about kind of the historical aspect of the brain? Is this something that begins in childhood? Does, I mean, can we see this? In young children, or what is your opinion on that? It, it it does begin very young in childhood. Then it's multiplied by things that happen later in the development of the brain. But let's let's go back to to kids. Um, kid, the sexes pretty much develop separately because boys and girls don't. It, they're exceptions, but they don't like each other all that well, um, and so they separate into same sex groups. And the reason is that girls focus on each other and I mean the relationship is primary and their dialogue is rich and making self disclosures is what they view to be the key to the relationship so they get very honest with each other boys at the same time like to be in groups and they center around a competitive activity you know so so therefore conversation is minimized if you're playing football and they establish <laughs> hierarchies and personal revelation is discouraged. So you you take the girl and the boy, you grow them up, but you bring them in with those expectations. And, and see, suddenly our sex drive compels us to become intimates. So we now enter into one of the most intense relationships we've ever been in, but with kind of a, an alien, you know? <laughs> she expects emotional closeness through dialogue. And empathic listening, that includes tuning in so you can ask relevant questions and being patient and attentive and watching for the rise in feelings as somebody talks. She she thinks she's going to get that, you know. And he he doesn't he doesn't have the brain structure for it, but he's been playing in these group activities where they don't do that stuff. 
Right. And you know what? So in a way, and I'm not excusing men, so don't yeah. quote Dr. Kimberly as saying that because you guys do that sometimes. <laughs> but um, you know how that goes. You say something and they're like, you said, no, no, we're not, I'm not making excuses here. I'm just trying to open up minds and, you know, energy fields to the possibility yeah. that possibly men are not equipped, again, not just pulling backpacks, but even all the way along, men and or women are not educated and equipped and set up for phenomenal relationships between the sexes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So men, you know, I talked about the testosterone. It makes it, you know, the testosterone uh, causes um, um, development of the brain, right, and, and sets mm-hmm. structures. So men are four times more likely than a woman to see sex and emotional closeness as the same thing. Okay, so, like, I, I have a couple sit, sitting wow. in my office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're sitting in my office, and, and they're, she's bringing out all the difficulties in the relationship. And he turns to her and he says, you know, if you and I could just take a trip and get away from the kids and have a lot of sex, this all would go away. Now, she rolls her eyes and she sinks into the carpet. (laughs) But that's what he believes. And it's typically what men believe. If I can just fix it through sex, you will feel like I do. You you will feel so emotionally close, you know, that all the other, quote, little issues will vanish. And she's... So, (laughs) Dr. Foster, are you saying that, in your opinion, men do bond and find that uh, emotional closeness through sex. If that's true, I'm kind of leaving that there for one second, um, mm-hmm. do they, when they have these, because today we have such a sexually permissive and free society, at least in America, um, do these men that have a lot of one-night stands or who hit the bars, you know what I'm saying, have numerous yep. sexual mm-hmm. blind encounters and never call you or, oh, mm-hmm. wait, I didn't say it, um, never call <laughs> The next day, um, is there? Are they doing that possibly for unbalanced like emotional needs, or is that just a sexual drive? Is that a mixture of both? What's your opinion on that? Well, l- let me let me address the first piece because okay. see, men, men's brains can do both things. They can go out and have sexual conquests, you know, because mm-hmm. they, they have they have the, their hypothalamus is like two point five times greater than a woman's. <laughs> that relates to sexual hunt. You know, so yeah, yeah, he, he can he can okay. go out and do that. That's part of his brain. He can also, however, commit to a woman and very, very much love her. You know, and 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 be faithful. So, so wait, can, yeah. wait. You just said a man can. He can do both. Commit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wow. yeah, because because you you, you know that. Mother Nature wanted him to spread the seed, you know. <laughs> well, sure, sure, sure. We have that. Sure, absolutely. Right, right. Okay, interesting. So there is that capability within each man, despite oh, yeah. his uh, genetic uh, makeup, and despite the cultural influences leanings, he can still choose to to go either direction or both directions, as many men <laughs> or both. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, you know. Right. You know, I have to, I have to put a little caveat in here because, you know, if you're in a courtship right now, if if you're a person who's dating, then 
all this stuff you have to put on the back burner and wait to think about it because you're in a different state of mind. In fact, sometimes we say people in romance are crazy, right? And mm-hmm. and the reason cool. is that your your dopamine is really high, which causes you to seek pleasure. It also causes you to, to do things you'll never do again, like go to lots of football games with him or he'll go to your knitting class or whatever, you know. And you're also high <laughs> on... <laughs> you're high on norepinephrine, meaning that you're going to be obsessed with the other person. And studies show that you think about your loved one like 90% of the time if you're in this state. But, right. but, but something else that happens, and this is so weird. See, Mother Nature knows that the real bonding chemical for a human being is oxytocin, which women have tons of. But men <clears throat> have a lot of oxytocin also during two times of their life. One is when their significant other gives birth. Mm-hmm. And then and to, in order to bond with the baby, they've got that for maybe weeks or maybe up to a year, right? But he also has it when he is dating a woman that, you know, in, a, in an important relationship. He has extra oxytocin. So he's actually more like a woman during that time. He's more relational, uh, he's more attentive. Yeah, I know. He's more disclosing. You know, yeah. he's more talkative. And so I always say to couple, you know, I say to couples, enjoy the courtship, but do not sign on the bottom line. You know, wait till you've been dating for a year and a half or more. I like to say wow. three years, but nobody's going to wow. buy that, right? <laughs> now, is that is that your recommendation? And I hate to say this, but kind of so that oxytocin that that we we sometimes refer to it as infatuation that I would consider yeah. that the, the period where that's probably flowing is that to let that kind of go away and fall into a more realistic picture of what a relationship's actually like. Exactly. My daughter, good thing she doesn't listen to the show, but my oldest daughter has actually experienced this um, in yeah. her relationship. You know, it was like this sure. is it. It's amazing. He's so romantic. He does all these things. He sends me cards. He takes me on trips. He, we're all in love. We talk for hours. And now she's like, he doesn't talk and he doesn't do this. And they've been dating mm-hmm. about two, two and a half years. So now yeah. they are. You would say this is a realistic picture of their relationship then, because they've been together two and a half years. But Dr. Kimberly, can I say something loud and clear? What happens to so many women is they spend mm-hmm. the rest of their relationship trying to get him back in that place. That that's what makes me so sad. It's it's such it's such a waste of energy. And let let me let me say, Carl Jung, I love you know, who who was a mm-hmm. Swiss psychiatrist and really a groundbreaking thinker, he believed the only way to save Western man was through restoring feminine values. Now, I think what he meant was that whereas male values seek to compete and rule, female values seek collaboration and to form networks. If we put that on a political level, that would really look like something that we don't have right now. So whereas men's brains cause them to be hierarchical and to seek to be right, women Mm -hmm. explore, you know, and seek to understand. While he's independent, she seeks interdependence. While he's real clear about what he thinks, she's more flexible and compromising. And as we know, you know, patriarchy has devalued the heart and emotional closeness and the care of the earth and in favor of profit for a long, long time. But what Carl Jung didn't say, and this is what I want to say or am trying to say in The Naked Truth About Men and Romance, 
is mm-hmm. that until women become loosened from their expectations of romantic relationships, they will continue devo- devoting themselves and being caught up in the angst of trying to make these relationships better. But as women accept who men are and who men are not and set their expectations according to neuroscience, they will be freed to bring their energy into so many new areas of life. It would profoundly change our world. Yeah, it absolutely, yeah, there's really no words for how much it would, for sure. Yeah. So let's go to how, I guess, and this is, you know, a two-part question kind of, but how men can um, take some of the things that you've shared today on the show and use that to have more enriching and successful relationships with women and then how women can take um, some of the things you've shared with us. So kind of from both perspectives, if you could share a few pointers. Okay, yeah. Okay, guys, um, they have to basically understand that to improve the relationship, language will be the key, not touch and not sex. It will be language. So he can say, honey, I want to catch up with what's going on in your life. Can we talk? And then he, he can look for opportunities to ask, and how do you feel about that? Now, oh, Dr. Kimberly, can I go back to something? I'm sorry. I just... Oh, yeah, I, I want to Okay, I want to explain this more fully, you know. Okay, okay so, sure. so we have sophisticated MRIs now. And... It shows us, they show us that by the age of 17, a girl's brain transforms so that the processing of her emotion goes up to the higher brain, the cerebral cortex where we reflect and we reason and stuff. So she has this emotional intelligence leap that never does not happen in a male. So she now has a relationship between her her intellect and her emotions, it's different. She thinks her feelings and she feels her thoughts. Her identity then, who she really is, becomes associated with what she feels. So if a guy, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't say, tell me how you feel, he doesn't know her or she feels that way. And, and it's surprising how many women who've been married 25 years or whatever come into therapy and say, he, he doesn't know me. He doesn't even know me. And it mm-hmm. hurts. It really mm-hmm. hurts. So a guy has to, he, he, if he's going to be with a woman, he's got to get, she's different. You know, menstruation causes a thick bridge to develop between the left and right hemisphere. And that in in a woman, okay. So, so well, obviously men don't menstruate, right? So that bridge causes her to have access to her feelings in in a different way than a man does. So she feels more intensely, and she feels more often, and it makes it it makes her very different. He has to realize that it's going to be through talk that he he can improve the relationship. Hmm. So even if he doesn't understand, he doesn't really need to understand. He uh-uh. needs to listen no. and to allow her to connect through uh, her feelings and through her expression, through words. Basically, he just needs to make that space and time 
um, yeah. for that connection. And it's it's almost a, a perception connection. It's that she perceives that he understands. He may not really understand, but that doesn't necessarily matter for the relationship health. Is that true? He doesn't have to understand. It will go a long way. It, it won't do everything. I, I honestly believe that the the biggest mistake that women make when they come into a relationship with a guy is they drop their female friends. There, there's, this, there's this German study I love <clears throat> where they they found that guys who were doing something stressful like giving a speech, their stress level went way down if their significant other, a woman, was with them. But get this. If a woman was doing the stressful stuff, like she was giving a speech and she had her guy with her, her stress level mm-hmm. went way up. Mm. Now, I, you probably intuitively, I think most of us intuitively get that, but the reason is because men tend to give emotional support by giving advice. And it makes her feel pressured, like she needs to do something. And, and she doesn't need that, you know. Women give emotional support by validating and showing acceptance. So, yeah, I kind of got off on something else. Sorry about that. No, no, it's so funny because even when you said that about having, you know, the guy that I care what he thinks and that I'm in love with, having him be at a big speech or a big class mm-hmm. or, you know, a big event or even listening to my radio show in the past, gotcha. it makes me crazy nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't like yeah. it. It doesn't make me feel supported. It makes me feel, like, evaluated and, like, I have to be perfect. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Very well, you know, you, you take that. the you take the average couple that sits down to talk, and neither one of them knows that, <clears throat> you know, they have such different orientations. I mean, most guys pay attention to and rely on their thoughts or their, you know, their cognitive self. Women pay attention to and rely on their feelings. Now, that doesn't have to do with IQ because men and women's scores tend to be equal. But the way this shakes out is that a woman tries to share something. She's she's going to do that. She's if she wants a closeness, she's gonna you know, she's gonna share her feeling self because it's the most important, you know. And mm-hmm. then he he act it's accidental, but he steps over her feelings and he reaches for logic and he takes pride in noticing inconsistencies in what she says and he tries to find solutions quickly. And he might even argue just for the sake of intellectual stimulation. And then he seeks to be factually right about her feelings. So (laughs) all this feels like an argument to her, and she was just trying to get close to him. She's doing something very different. She's coming from a very different place. And I I did write uh, the book, uh, What Women Want Really, because Mm -hmm. this is... I'd never seen a book like this, but I, I was very clear in what I wanted to do. I wrote it for men. It's precise, it's short, it's bullet-pointed, it's a, it's a how-to. Because I, I know most guys don't read self-help books, you know. But it's meant to be read aloud with their female partner. And it covers the basics like this. It, it makes him successful. So I, I recommend that to couples, you know, um, mm-hmm. that want to keep their relationship crisp and re- read it out loud once a year. <laughs> well, how, what would you advise women then? Because you kind of went over, you know, how, how men yeah. can approach women, but how can women 
respond or initiate with men that yeah. improve their relationship. Well, and and I know some women won't want to hear this, but I, I honestly believe if you sign mm-hmm. up with a guy, he believes mm-hmm. that you're making an unspoken agreement to be sexually available and sexually attractive for the relationship, you know, throughout the relationship. It doesn't mean young. It doesn't mean skinny. It means making attempts to be uh, attractive, you know. So men are, and, and, you know, I have a front row seat on some of this stuff because I do psychotherapy, but men are incredibly deadened, harmed, uh, disappointed Mm. if the sex piece wanes. And he loses all motivation to give her the emotional support that she wants. So that I, I have to put that out there as number one, okay? But um, another biggie is that <clears throat> women have to understand that they are motivated in life by empathy. Men aren't. They are motivated by wins, by winning something, okay? So if she wants to talk with him, you know, she's got something important to talk about, what most women do is they think, okay, now I'm going to present to him all the difficult feelings I've had. Then he's going to respond with empathy, and he'll get it, and we'll resolve everything. Only that isn't what happens. You know, he, he's, he is searching for her bottom line the whole time she's talking. He, he doesn't hear that emotional piece. He's, tr- he's trying to figure out what is it she wants me to do. Because, you know, a lot of guys are, are, are Boy Scouts. They'll, they'll do what you want them to do, but they don't get what you want them to do. <laughs> so mm-hmm. men, men mm-hmm. feel relieved when they know what you want. It's overwhelming for men when you talk about your feelings, but there's no bottom line presented. So what I tell women is try to journal or talk to a friend or something to get to your bottom line. If you're, you know, if you're upset about something in the relationship, then then present the bottom line. Like, I would like you to text an hour before dinner to tell me if you're coming home for dinner, you know, or something like that. And 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 then after you get the bottom line out, then say, I need to talk about my feelings for a minute. You know, I, I'm a woman. I'm I'm different. I just need some time. And what I need you to do, I don't need you to fix anything. Please just just listen and understand. I just want you to understand what I feel. And a, and a guy then can be off the hook because, see, his mere neurons in in the brain, part of the structure of the brain, um, cause him to seek out the fastest way to get her out of distress. It, it, even if he has to name a not very good idea, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just get it out there. Get her out of distress. Interesting. Okay, wow. Um, so, TJ, do you have any questions to ask Dr. Foster? Yes, I do, Dr. I Foster. I, uh, hi. Hey, I was wondering about cultural differences among men. Uh, is that, that. <laughs> I've just had I've just had a little bit of experience with that. And <laughs> okay. In my, my newness into dating at the age of 53. Mm-hmm. And good. It, it seems like it was, um, he was, he was very not like a typical American mm-hmm. male. And, um, 
you know, the respect and the thoughtfulness I felt were there. And I was just a little, I was a little taken back by the lack of the hunt, um, the the lack of some of what I expect in a relationship with a man who uh, supposedly is passionately attracted mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Any any thoughts on that? Well, you know, let, let, let me say that, um, you know, psychology is based in the idea of individual differences. And among men, we do have individual differences in testosterone levels and so on and so forth. Also, yes, it, it, it you know, if your culture teaches a man to be very respectful to women, you know, and to ask certain questions and to show certain sensitivities, I do think that helps. However, <laughs> I still have to say that we, we know that right now uh, mothers spend twice the time teaching little boys empathy because, you know, the woman gets that he, he needs more help with that, you know, and it, and it really doesn't seem to be paying off a, a lot. And, and yet, you know, I, I know my daughter and her husband are going to extra, they've read all my books, right? <laughs> so they, they're going to extra effort to teach their son empathy. Now, granted, my son-in-law says most of the things he has to apologize are things that he has inflicted himself. But, you know, he is learning the words of how, how to apologize, how to express care, and hopefully that will carry over. But yeah, um, TJ, back back to your question. I, you know, our world is opening up so much. You know, a lot of college kids are going to be spending some time overseas. Young adults will be living overseas more and more. The, the, these are the predictions, and we are going to experience different cultures. I just I just want women to know, though, the basic truth. I mean, so there's some stuff that is really there, and you can't really, it may look a little different, but it's still there, you know. And, and I, I think it helps a lot if a guy learns to be really sweet, you know. But still, we we have some basics, Tes- testosterone being one of the big ones. Well, can I ask you another question on that yeah. um, same topic? So testosterone, because I'm 53, mm-hmm. and looking at dating men, my range is, 10 years older than me, Max. Mm-hmm. So does the beginning stages of the hunt change as men get older? Because oh, of, I am, of a drop I in testosterone. Yeah, I am glad you brought that up. Um, at midlife, wherever the heck that is, um, testosterone, <laughs> <laughs> testosterone in men does go down. Um, I mean, it's still much higher than women's. But what happens is they can feel their estrogen in a way that they've never felt it before. And so they might start baking pies or something, you know, but th- but they also become more mm-hmm. relational and more mm-hmm. interested in being in a relationship. And so, yeah, you're, you're, you're at a nice time of life, TJ, to be dating because uh, men and women are, are get more alike at about your age, you know. So is the in your book, uh, mm-hmm. I love the piece about for a woman, your advice is to just step back during this first stage of the hunt and let him pursue 
Um, is that still the same at my at my age? Or would you at 53? What advice would you give me on <laughs> starting to date again? And especially if it's a gentleman that I'm interested in forming mm-hmm. a relationship with. Well, I would say, do step back. Do let him experience his brain which um, even at at that age, he, he still has way more, way more testosterone than you do, you know. So y- you you want to let, let the guy f- pursue you because he feels the hunt. And what that comes down to is he feels his masculinity. W- one way of thinking about romance is that a woman wants to feel her femininity and a guy wants to feel his masculinity within that relationship. It gives it gives us that opportunity. And you know, our gender is so close to our sense of identity that we do want to feel it. You know? So uh, yeah, I would let him feel that. And then do you see so you, I step back or women my age we step back <laughs> and then it start so the relationship starts to form and then when it starts to form is it the still is that eighteen months of that those hormone rushings? Is, is it going to be the swing? I, will it be the swing for me in the future? Which is what I'm asking at my age. Is it the same as when we're first in love and we're in our twenties and it gets crazy and passionate? Yes. And is yes. it is it the it same? Or is it, <laughs> wow. Yes. You 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 both still have the potential for that same twenty year old stuff. And 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 you know. Thank you for bringing that because couples that are dating in midlife still have to watch out. You know, they they're sti- mm-hmm. they still can be blindsided, mm-hmm. and they need to ride yeah. out the hormonal cocktail. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you guys! I you. hate to say this, but I've got I've got an appointment. I'm going to have to. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I was going to wrap it up. We need to. Uh, okay. Okay. Wrap it up and move on. But uh, tell us again. They can get your book on or your books. I should say any of the books. At, on Amazon and yes. what is your website? Can you share it's, your website with us? It's dot com, and Catherine is K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. Well, we're really happy you were able to join us tonight and oh, thank, thank you so you. much for your time and I'm sure you've provided us plenty of fodder for discussion for the rest of the evening. So <laughs> we, really, we really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you, Dr. Foster. So Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Foster. She had to kind of hang up quick, but we can have her back another time and field some questions. Um, so you can get any of Dr. Foster's books. Like I said, she's written a number of them on Amazon.com. Just type in either her name or her book title, and you can order those. She also has a website. So we will be back right after the break with some, hopefully, some readings. Send my sword to the river. Send my sword to me. Here we should see walking these only trees. But one day I looked around, such a movie empty crown. She 
And that, my friends, was the amazing Lorraine Jordan, who we are so privileged uh, that she wrote a fantastic, amazing, phenomenal frequency film with a little bit of contribution from me, song, but mostly with her own amazing talent, which you will get to hear in fall at the end of the program. So I think we're going to go to a few readings right now, and um, we're going to go to Linda in New Jersey. Hi, Linda. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What so, can I do for you? What? Oh, um, so I was hoping for a reading and um regarding somebody who I just started communicating with. I'm wondering if he's a good fit or whether there's something coming in the near future. Okay. Um Hold on a minute. I need to clear some energy. So you both kind of come, as we all do, with some baggage. Right. Um, yeah, I got I got that. Right. But like you said, <laughs> everybody, everybody's got baggage. 
yeah, absolutely. Um, but hold on, there's a lot of energy to be cleared in the space or what I call the energy between the relationships. So right. that mm-hmm. concerns me a little. I don't know if that makes sense to you, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to go into it a little different in a minute, but I'm just, I'm going in and I'm clearing some of that energy and moving it around. And gosh, it looks like a lot, a lot of details are coming in that need to be resolved or talked about, or maybe things you haven't talked about. But um, I'm seeing a lot of little things that need to be said, expressed, worked out. Um, let me go into the actual compatibility level of the relationship. I actually think this is this could be a really great relationship at the same time when I look at your relationship line and your romance and love line. It also looks really good right now. Um, you're coming into a really good time. It looks like you've done some kind of work or some kind of shifting or change where you've really opened up your heart to receive love as well as some um, you've changed some things that have brought in like a higher degree of energetic magnetic attraction. So although this looks good and you could choose this, there's also either other potentials really close that you already know about or they're coming in really soon. Hmm. Like how, like do you have a time, like what's soon? Yeah, hold on. Um, let's <laughs> uh, see. Uh, it looks like the next one, <laughs> sounds really bad kind of, but I would say like four to six weeks will be a really another really strong potential love interest for you. Hmm. So then just it's take summer. this one it's with summer. a grain of salt. <laughs> well, no, not with a grain of salt. Like, he looks good. What worries me is the piles and piles. There's details. And, again, I, I don't have time because this isn't a full reading to trace the energy. Right. But I don't know if that's details he's not telling you, details you don't know, details you do know, and you guys aren't facing. Like, this is a very detailed relationship. So this looks to me, and I'm not trying to discourage you in any way, like a relationship that is worthwhile and it will take a lot of work, but you're going to have to put the time in uh, to do the work and make it worthwhile. So it's not one of those natural, easy, free-flowing, perfect type of relationships, if that makes sense. What about it, the it one is worth- coming? <laughs> one coming, easy, and free-flowing? <laughs> um, it's easier. It's more less resistant. It's more natural. There's less stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. So you've got a you've got a couple things coming up. It looks really good for you. It looks like a fun okay. summer. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, love to you. All right. So I'm gonna bring on someone we all know and love, I hope. <laughs> is this Walt? I'm sorry. Well, is this you? Yes. Oh, hey Walt. Yay, yay. <laughs> don't, don't be yay uh, yay like you're having. Well, we want to make sure we want to make sure Walt. Walt, we want to make sure you're safe and sound. That's are are you good? Yes. No, yes, we don't I'm, care about um, Walt. We don't care about Walt. <laughs> the baby bird. The baby bird. We want to. Yeah, the baby, baby bird. bird. What's up with that? Yeah, baby bird is uh, <laughs> hopefully going to be okay. Tell is it still on your deck? Well, it was on my deck and. A lot of people don't know what you're talking about, so tell it real quick. Yeah, okay. I uh, I woke up around 5 o'clock in the morning, and I went outside to in my car to charge my phone because we have no power. Um, all I can get is, is body text messages, and that's about it. Um, and so then around 5.30, it was getting pretty laid out. Uh, I looked out back, and my cat was looking in, like, let me in. So I let the cat in, and... Um, and then about a foot behind my cat was this bird. 
and I walked outside, and the bird lifted its head up, and it was a, it was a bit, it had to be only a day or two old. I, I don't even know. And it lifted its head up and and opened its mouth, and then <laughs> it went down, and it, it didn't make any noise, and it was moving, trying to flap its wings. So I uh, I got uh, I picked the bird up, put him in a box, and I took him to the animal uh, hospital near me, um, which didn't have power either. <laughs> so we. Um, there was a woman outside walking her dogs uh, that worked there, and and she uh, she took the bird from me. So uh, I'll fo- I'll follow up in a day or two to see how how the bird's doing. Okay, well as long as the bird's okay, we're happy, and we're glad you're okay yes. too. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm I had to pull over. If I drive another another half a mile, I'll be out of the the call zone. <laughs> I have to tell you something funny. Um, she cracks me up. Rhonda in the chat room said, yay, Walt. <laughs> okay, anyway, I had to tell you that. All right, so we're going to go, and Walt, you can join me on this too. Um, huh? Stacy, uh, Stacy from Nebraska is on the line, and what is your question, Stacy? Hi, well, I'd like a reading. Hi. Okay. What is your question? Do you have a specific question? Um, I'm currently in a relationship with somebody that is not aware at all, but it doesn't Uh. seem to bother me, and I just wondered, should I, you know, should I stay with this or not? Or, I mean, it's I. I mean, I think I know what you mean by not aware. Can you explain kind of to the audience what you mean by not aware? Uh. He totally does not believe in anything he can't see, <laughs> pretty much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I don't have conversations with him about the spiritual um, stuff, but it doesn't seem to bother me to leave him out of that part. And I don't know if that really makes for a good relationship. Um. It depends, really, when I go into your field, it depends on how satisfying this is to you. I think there's parts of this that are a really great relationship and very comfortable to you. I think there's another part of you that longs for what I call a true partner, which is someone whose values and beliefs are aligned very closely with yours. So is this a bad relationship? No, not at all. It's actually rather good comparatively, not that we compare, but we do. Um, comparatively to general society and people you know and people around you, it's actually rather phenomenal, but it's lacking that connection. It's lacking that um, twin flame type of energy or that deep soul connection. This will not satisfy you forever, but um, it's it's, not a – there's nothing I have negative to say about it other than the point you brought up. There's no caution energy. There's nothing – mystical and mysterious that you don't know he you know who he is he knows who you are you accept each other you love each other is it you know is it deep on that level no but it's good uh-huh. so that's it okay. and that makes it harder that makes your decision harder it does it does does, does he okay. does he mock you about your spirituality or does no i don't even it? really you know i i haven't even talked to him much at all about it because of things he said that I know he just doesn't. He's not ready. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good a good thing. He's not ready. Um, so I know so a lot of. I just 
kind of let him be him, and I do my own thing, and but we seem to get along fine, and things seem to work. But I'm just wondering if maybe there was, I guess, I, you know, I know somebody a, else is out there that I should. Um, I think well, first you... of all, it looks like um, he has the potential to me of coming awake or joining you. Um it looks like there's something you could invite him to or get him involved in that he might plug into and um, kind of awaken his interest. I'm not sure what those are right now. But okay. it's also you don't want to get in the habit of it's hard. Um, you also don't want to say, you know, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence because you could meet an amazing man that you had a spiritual connection with that was abusive, believe it or not, or right. that was right. horrible with money or that – you guys fought all the time. I mean, that soul connection isn't the be-all and end-all of everything either. I've had that with people, and everything else has been missing. So mm-hmm. I would say continue to work on yourself, continue to work on your frequency, continue to work on your own connection to spirit and your own awakening. And I think he's either going to come along or it will become very, very clear to you as you evolve that when it's time to leave, if it's time to leave. Um, Are there other men out there? Yes, there are other men standing in your uh, parallel timeline, which means uh, it's not something you're strongly considering right now. But, yes, there are other men if this relationship does not work out. Okay. Well, I didn't know if I was just trying to stay safe, you know, by just keeping what I had and not thinking that something could be better or if it was, you know what I mean? And that's why I think I encouraged you, without saying that to you, to continue working uh-huh. on your own um, spiritual growth okay. because there is it is safe, but it's safe in kind of a good way too. Okay. So let's okay. play out a little. It looks like to me, in your own being, that things are going to shift substantially within about a year from now. You're going to do what I call. It looks like you're going into a period of initiation or leveling up. So a lot uh-huh. can change for you in a year. And so your perceptions and how you're running energy and making your decisions is going to change as well. Okay, great. Thank so you're you. coming into very, a really very exciting time. All right, love. Thank you for calling in. Awesome. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Bye. All right. Let's see. Working the blog talk radio board, trying to make it work. Um, so I know okay. I know a lot of Kim. I know a lot of people that are in relationships where they're the opposite, <laughs> and it works for them. What do you mean when they're? Oh yeah. What do you mean when you know, they're opposite? When they're not spiritual at all? Yeah, one, and, yeah. I think I think with her though, I think she's calling in, and she's she's having doubts, and maybe that's something that she needs to just look at, you know, internally. <laughs> she's she's missing something something missing from her relationship. It's very important to her, so. I have another Walt fan comment, by the way. Um, sorry, TJ and Danny. No fan comments for us, this Walt. Um, uh, Rhonda said, that is so fantastic that Walt rescued that bird in his and the bird's time of crisis. So another fan, mm-hmm. fan mail for Walt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. See, you're Thank a you. hero. You're a secret hero. Actually, not so secret hero. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to San Diego, and Nancy, um, do you have a question? I do. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just kind of, I've been single for quite a while, and it's been a good thing. Um, 
but I'm getting older and I kind of want that whole experience of, you know, having a baby and being married and mm. not particularly with, <laughs> not just anybody. <laughs> so I'm just wondering what, there might be somebody, well, I'm sure there's people, but. Right. There's actually a very specific dark-haired man that's stepping forward for you. And because I can see him pretty clearly and his features, he's closer than you think. Um, Possibly you might even meet him by the end of this summer, it looks like. He's very clear. Like, he looks like the one to me, believe it or not, because he's showing himself so clearly. So he's so close. Um, Yeah, really strong for you. So that's, I mean, I definitely think um, there's somebody for you. Like I said, he's stepping forward. I mean, if that's not the one, I don't know who he is because, I mean, it looks like it energetically to me. So that is very close. Summer, the latest would be early fall. Awesome. Thanks. (laughs) That's exciting. Yes, I'm I'm excited to hear about that. And just continue to keep your heart. It's a trick to you, and you do a really good job. But sometimes you curl back in, so keep your heart, like, flipped out and open. That's really the key to drawing this man in. This man is highly self-actualized. He's very successful. He's extremely confident. He knows what he wants, but yet he's very balanced in his masculine and feminine. So he's going to want or attract a woman. What he's looking for is someone who's done the work and is is kind of his counterpart. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that awesome. sounds like me, Dr. <laughs> Wait. Well, did you say something? I'm having a hard time hearing it. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Nancy. Thank you for Well, that made me laugh. Start coughing. Um, okay, so we're going to go to you. Um, my beautiful Renee in Trinidad. Renee. Yes, good evening, Dr. Kim. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Okay, well, well, thank you. Um, I I called in. I said I'll, I'll get my mini reading of, free, of, of um, love reading. I'm All right. What would, you, oh, yeah. what would you specifically like to know if... You asked me a question. All right. Um, what do you see in my on my timeline? Um, I it's, I don't really have love on my mind right now, but I thought right. I'd still right. ask since, right. since you're doing the remote viewing and so. All right. Let me go into your love line. Hold on. Let me look. Right, so it's funny you say you don't have love on your mind right now because love does not have you on its mind right now either, which is okay. Let me look when it does come in because it is there. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) All right. um, Okay, so I'm going to ask you the question I asked. Do you you really want to know? Because I'll tell you the time that's showing up right now, but you do want to know, correct? Because I don't want to discourage you in any way because this isn't discouraging to me. I don't think it will be to you either. It it wouldn't discourage me, no, because timelines change. Okay, yes. Um, It looks like next, not this, next fall is a really um, warm, hot period of love for you. So, um, ooh, okay, so people are stepping forward. So that was a dead hit. So three men actually stepped forward at that time. Um, Interesting. 
you're really going to change though, because you do, um, you're really going to change between a year and three months from now. I mean, you're really going to change. So um, I know that may sound astounding to you, but you actually, one looks like a friendship and maybe someone, you know, or a friend of a relative possibly telling me um so one is someone you know that you've never thought of in a romantic um way but that may turn that way or he may approach you that way the other two are people you have not met wow all these men suddenly (laughs) yeah but they all appear around that time so they all it's almost like um gosh i don't want to compare it to this but there's just certain times where you know, you can go years sometimes without being noticed by by men or men, if, you know, by women. And then all of a sudden it's like a switch list and you're like, what happened? But this is what I talk about a lot and what I teach about a lot. You know, I teach so much about your own destiny and, and creating and conscious co-creation and manifestation. But I also teach there's this huge timeline piece that there are certain times. And, um, and a lot comes into that. And we can shift that and play with that and work with that. But But sometimes we can't force force the energy on the timeline. So for you, the natural flowering, flowing love energy really comes in next fall. Well, that's a good time for me. I haven't thought of it for years. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it wasn't on my mind. Think, my career is yeah, on my mind. Right. My spiritual development is on my mind. Of so. course. Well, okay. you know I love and adore you. I love you. I love you. I adore you. I'm so glad to talk to you. I always enjoy talking to you, and I appreciate you so much, and thank you for calling. Okay, thank you very much, Dr. Kim. Goodbye. Bye. All right, so let me see if we got everybody. Okay, well, you want to, hey, TJ, let's. uh, let's Yes, I'm here. Okay, let's read Walt. Let's do, you want to do a love reading? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, go ahead. Let's try it. Let's do this. Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's look at Walt. Walt's interesting. I'm going to call Walt out a little bit. Walt, I'm actually really proud of Walt. Walt has really changed. You have Walt. You've really settled back down into your heart. And mm. you are actually really, really open. Um, you are and you aren't. You're mentally being wise, and you're not just throwing yourself into helter-skelter love. But you're really actually in a really good place to find possibly true love for the first time in your life. A little bit more, again, I would say you may meet someone at the end of the summer, it looks like. And I actually think you might start dating. Gosh, we don't want our Walt. We can't flirt with Walt if he's dating with someone, TJ. We don't want our Walt <laughs> dating. We are Walt. You have to run away. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let, we'll flirt with Danny then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, Danny. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you up next. You'll be next in our party. <laughs> Um, I think Walt's going to start dating someone seriously definitely by the end of this year at the latest. That's my reading. What do you think, Walt? You said by the end of the summer? Well, I think you're going to meet her. I think you're going to meet her by the end of the summer, but you're going to be, like, serious by the end of the year. Wow. All right. And the summer's coming two months away. I know. Mark it down. Mark it on your calendar. (laughs) Oh, do a destination wedding. Do a destination wedding somewhere fun. Let's go somewhere fun. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have to buy gifts, TJ. We have to buy gifts when we go to weddings. No. But why you and I you and I can take Oh come on. Danny Danny, you and I can all split a gift for a while. Perfect. Oh, perfect. 
Yeah, and we'll yeah, okay, very good. And, then, and we'll and we'll carpool too. Well, well, we'll we'll carpool and then we'll we'll officiate your wedding, okay? Well, oh, nice. <laughs> Looks like I've quit the show. <laughs> well, I'm getting married now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Awesome. But I love it. Well, we're going to wrap up this show. Well, you should actually listen. It's a really good show. I don't know if you heard a lot of it on men and women, and um, I, I really heard enjoyed your, your guest. I heard you yeah. had. Oh, you did, she yeah. Was she was pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, she, she had a lot of really good, good Yeah, she did have a lot of really good points. But do you want to add anything? Well, do you want to tell everyone how to get a hold of us? And, and Danny, then if you want to share your information as well. Oh, awesome. Are you there? Should I, yeah, should I go first? <laughs> yeah, yeah if I, <laughs> get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, so my, mine's pretty easy. It's just my, my name, uh, com. It's D A N N Y D O N A Y R E all one word dot com, and um, and there's links there to my Facebook, and then also um, there's the um, Inner Journey page that I also participate in, and it's Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and um, yeah, and hopefully back here again, you'll be able to hear me. <laughs> so, thank you guys so much. It was so fun, so so fun. Great to yeah, be with you guys. You. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you were awesome. awesome. Wow. And Walt, by the way, Walt, Danny, Danny, Walt. <laughs> yeah, no, we talked. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, okay, I'm at the, I'll be at the wedding for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Walt, you want to take us out with how to get a hold of us. Thank you, guys. If you want to hear about everything that's coming up, secrettoeverything.com, and you can sign up for the mailing list. And, Walt, you can tell everybody how to get a hold of us. Next week we're going to have the famous Shafali Burns. She is a telesummit host and a healer, and she will be on and that will be an absolutely great show as well. So, Walt, if you want to wrap it up, and we'll see you next week. All right. Yes, if you want to get a hold of me, you can uh, go on my Instagram, which is growing by almost one a week, Coffee in Spirits. <laughs> uh, and I also have a picture of the little bird that's on a, a video of the bird, if you want to see that. Mm. Um, and also I'm on Facebook, Walt Leskowski, Twitter, Ghost Hunter Walt. And uh, my my uh, website is gotspirits.org. And I also, if you'd like to uh, talk, uh, uh, if you have any questions for Dr. Kim, you can go to support at uh, KimberlyMcGeorge.com. She's also on Facebook, KimberlyMcGeorge.com. And Twitter is Serene Wellness. And um, there's, there's some other stuff too, but I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank since I'm sitting in my car. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> That's good. Right. Well, it was cool. a great show tonight, Kimberly. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys. That was awesome. Very cool. Great right. callers too. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for everyone's participation. Okay, everyone. Well, have an amazing week. Um, good night. Many blessings. Much love. All right. Good night. Good night. Night. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Secret to Everything. You can contact Dr. Kimberly by going to our website at drkimberlymcgeorge.com where you'll also find links to stay in touch through social media. Tune in each week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more mind-opening episodes of The Secret to Everything. Can you see? Can you hear? Can you feel something?
Thank you. 